Fulfillment shows up after a solution is earned. Anything worth having first requires both effort and sacrifice. No matter who you are or what you do, whether you're a single mom or a CEO, the common denominator is this, that we all have a seven-day hustle. They don't all look the same, but they're there regardless of our situation. Here's the thing. Struggle shouldn't always produce more struggle. If done right, it should result in a dance. What we do throughout these seven days reflects directly on our progress forward. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Here's a Deal, which is Monday morning in between the full-length episodes that I do. Um, This one, I don't really have one specific topic that... I was planning on going over. I had one. I was thinking about it throughout the week. I actually had a few, but I mean, the whole point of this podcast is just real life. You know, what we go through seven days and um, a lot goes on in a week. And so, you know, I want this portion of the podcast to be fairly raw and current to date uh, for those that listen routinely. Um it's, uh, you know, so some of the topics that I was thinking about this week that really went through my mind was consistency, environment, details. Um, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about all those things. But, uh, you know, I, I was sick over New Year's and then that transferred like basically throughout all of um, all of January. Um, you know, I was working out a lot. I was in the gym for the couple months ahead of time and I was seeing some really good progress. And so like that whole month of January, like literally I, I lost all motivation. I lost all ambition. I lost you know, just like my health, mental, physical, emotional was in the dumps. And so I needed to pull myself out of that. I realized that which takes work to do recognizing that you're going in a path that's not where you want to be headed is a first step in that and so setting uh triggers and patterns and and just a different awareness of where you are versus where you want to be is one of the first steps that it takes to getting back on track and so basically once i started february hit i started working out again um what i realized is that like i can't be worried about or concerned about the progress that I had lost um, because that just puts you in a pattern of giving up you know it's and it was actually probably a good thing in the long run that that happened because it forced me to appreciate the consistency of things and what I realized that it's not about how much how much distance I made over a certain amount of time, what matters is, am I consistent? And so once I started shifting my my thought pattern around that to, I need to not track my progress by how far along I am. I need to track my progress by how much I'm willing to show up. And so then it started just kind of shifting my perspective of, I just need to be here every day. Like the results are going to come over time, which could be years and I'm okay with that months years whatever but the consistency will get me to where I want to be much further than the short-term bursts of ambition or short-term bursts of um, focus or contribution to whatever it is 
And this has been a very common theme with a bunch of the people I'm surrounded with and even in my life in general is that like you get ambition for something that you want to go for, but you're not always aware of what's going to come up in order to achieve that. And so having the principles of consistency ahead of time sets you up for better success. If you're able to tell yourself, look, for me to get from here to there, it's going to take time. I'm never going to get there unless I start now. If it's going to take you a year, two years to, to get up the security deposit for a down payment on a house, if it's going to take you a year to two years to get your health in better shape, if it's going to take you many years to get a business off the ground or whatever it might be, like expecting the instant results is only going to set you up for failure. And so when something happens that sets you back if you're not prepared ahead of time on how you're going to tackle that that you're not doing any good to yourself and that's where the real test is is it's not it doesn't matter what happens but how are you going to deal with it how are you going to respond it's going to make all the difference in the world on if your environment supports what you're trying to do or not. I'm huge on environment. I cannot stress that enough. To the point where I realized that my desk being in my living room was not creating productivity. It just wasn't. I'm not going to, like, I still need to uh, form discipline in myself to not be sidetracked because... I work out of my house at the moment. What I need to do is recognize what I want, which is to not be distracted in an environment that promotes productivity. What do I need? I need a change of scenery. Like that's, you know, I can do the best that I can in the environment that I have, but still it's going to be it's going to be presenting challenges that I just can't avoid. So if I truly want an environment that produ that produces productivity I, my next step is to put is to create that so what i did is i created an office uh converted a garage that's attached to my to my house into an office like when i when you walk in here it is a completely different environment you can shut yourself off from everything else you can close doors when you're here you get the feeling of this place is designed to produce work right down to the wall colors, the accents, the desk, the floors, chair, everything. Like when I'm here, I work. Distractions still come up, but the environment produces what I'm looking for. This is, I mean, we can go as far as you want with this. One easy one is your friend group. What type of people do you hang out with? What type of pe person do you spend your time with? Because any time spent is time invested, okay? You're giving something of yourself that you will never get back. The time spent. So what time, What? time? where is that time being spent? It is the time spent being put in a place that's going to produce and encourage what you want or is it going to discourage it? This is where a lot of people really struggle when you get into, when you face 
what you do with your current environment versus the one that you know that you need. When it comes to friends and stuff like that, you start qualifying and you basically start filtering out and you have to qualify like, does this help me get to where I wanna go or this doesn't? Is this person negative? Do they have things going on in their life? And this topic is, is really only going to relate to the type of person that's looking to get somewhere else. That's why this whole podcast is designed around high-performing people. I can't talk to somebody that doesn't want more in their life. It just doesn't, there's nothing to talk about. And there's no encouragement from that. They can't talk to me on how to help, on, on, on how to get further on. So then what am I doing with my time? If I'm trying really hard to build a business or involve myself somewhere and make make strides in a certain direction and either, and, and most likely, usually what happens is a negative person will only bring up why you can't. I don't need to hear that. What I need to hear is why I can. And especially like this is triggered when you hear I can't statements out of somebody else's mouth based on what they can or can't do. I don't want to hear I can't come out of your mouth. What I want to hear is I can do that and then qualify whether it makes sense or not. There's a difference in saying I can't and I shouldn't. There is a big difference in that. I can't and I shouldn't come from two different wavelengths in your mind. If your environment of friendships does not push you to where you want to go, how easy do you think it's going to be to get there? Then you have to ask yourself, well, how bad do I really want it? If you're not willing to sacrifice your current situation for something better, then you really don't want what you say you do. And you're just talking about feel-good things. It sounds good. Yeah, sure, it sounds good. But do you really want it? That would be nice. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? It comes down to how determined are you? I mean, it, it, if you're not determined, then we have nothing to talk about. People often fall into the false belief that change and progress should come without having to sacrifice. You see this in a lot of people to where when they say like, I want, I want a better car or house or I hate my job or I really want something just something that they don't have I want X well okay you also have to understand that there's a certain amount of responsibility with wanting better things okay part of that responsibility is you're not going to get it unless you go out and get it that means it requires effort and work on your part in order to achieve that. It's not anybody's fault that you don't have what you want but your own. It is one of the biggest limiting factors that I see out of everybody and, and it becomes a natural response to I of I can't because it's easy to say I can't. Well, then don't talk about what you want. And it's that simple. We've only got a certain amount of space in our life, in our time, in our mindset, in our thought process. So maybe if you're coming up with excuses of I can't, 
or if all you do is talk about I would like this or I would like that you're not asking the right questions you need to transfer it to what can I do in order to get that what do I need to do in order to get from A to B that's going to be different for everybody and I don't I, I prefer to talk about very specific topics and subjects and things that we can act on immediately in our life but with something like this it's going to be different for everybody and that's okay your ambitions are unique to you my ambitions are unique to me i can't tell you that yours are wrong and you can't tell me that mine are wrong our path to get them is not going to be the same but we also have to be asking the right questions okay what is it going to take for me to get there if the sacrifice that you have to make isn't worth it for you to get what you want then you really don't want that back right back to it sounds nice okay it sounds good it, like th there's there's a there's a level of uncertainty inside that that maybe you really don't know what you want Having a business that runs, that produces a lot of money, is going to take a lot of your time. Winning the lottery is going to take a, a lot of financial responsibility. Winning the lottery is going to create problems that you didn't know existed, and a lot of people are not prepared for that. That's why statistics show that people that win the lottery that aren't used to managing a bunch of money generally go broke. Well, do you want the problems that you have now or the ones that you had before? Because the problems that you have now are much bigger than what you had before. And what you thought you wanted came with a bunch of other stuff you weren't expecting. So how good does it look now? If you can, if, if you can get some sort of foresight into the future, it changes your perspective on a lot of different things. This is why your environment is so important. If it's able and, and like it's not as hard as people think. I can gain foresight into the future by talking to somebody that is where I want to be, that's further ahead of me. Talking to that person and hearing what they have to say isn't going to mean anything to me if I'm not willing to be open and humble myself enough. To accept that I don't know everything. I am better off learning and listening. Learning by listening. If all I do is talk about what I think I know, I close myself off from learning. I've talked about that in a different in a different episode. But I mean that's where it applies to here. But think about this. You've only got so much space, okay? If you want to add something new to your life, you already have full space in your life right now. What your time is consumed by is your full space, okay? You can say, I'm not very busy. I could, I could include some other things in my life, okay? Or, I am busy, but I still want some other stuff. Well, if you're quote-unquote busy is sitting on the couch watching TV for however long, and you would be willing to sacrifice the time that you already put into work for something different, then it would be a sacrifice that's worth it to you. But if you were told you're going to have to sacrifice sitting on the couch 
and putting more effort into just plain work in any direction. It doesn't mean getting your hands dirty all the time. It means focus somewhere else. If you're not willing to exchange the time spent for the greater good, then you really don't want it. Think of it this way. If you like order and you appreciate structure, but your house is a mess, what does that really say about you? It says it's a good idea, but I don't like it enough to make a difference about it. If clutter is something that causes you to just not think clearly, but doing the dishes will eliminate that clutter. But instead, I don't really want to put the work into it. Then you, then, then like, sure, you might think that you appreciate that, but you need to appreciate it enough and want it enough to do something about it. Once you get into, once you get into a space in your life to where you really want to see some good traction made, some good distance made, you have to start analyzing everything about you and everything in your surroundings. You have to start realizing that your mind cannot think clearly in a cluttered atmosphere. It's the psychological part of it. Subconsciously, it bothers you that you're in a cluttered environment. Subconsciously, it bothers you that you have so many things. Our physical surroundings affect our, our emotional and mental space. That's just the reality. Our physical surroundings affect our emotional and our mental space. So if you want your physical surroundings or if you want your emotional and mental spaces to change, you need to start first changing your physical surroundings. If you know that you need the headspace to think about and focus on something, do something simple like making your bed, cleaning your dishes, organizing your house. If you feel that it's hard to clean your house, then you have too many things. It's that simple. It's not an excuse of, well, it's hard for me to clean because. Because is an excuse. Don't let because, but, well, those words don't get you what you want. Find a solution. And it's, it really comes from thinking outside the box. It does. You have to allow yourself to think outside the box and go what might seem a little extreme in order to make some big changes. I think about this every single time I go into a hotel room, to be honest with you. Mind you, there are some hotel rooms that, I mean, are just kind of not worth walking into because they're just, you know, outdated and garbage. But going into a nice hotel room, you know why it feels so good? Because it's clean. Because it smells good. Because the bed's made. Because there's no clutter in there. It's a fresh start. You feel better when you're in that environment. They design it that way. You can't tell me that people in big businesses don't understand the concept of psychology and how your environment makes you feel better. You know, every time I go into a, a nice hotel room, it's like, man, I could live here. You know why? Because it's nice. 
if your immediate surroundings at home aren't like that to where you can say, I like this. This is nice. This makes me feel good. Do something about it. Change it. You can't wish for something to happen and think it's just magically going to appear. Stop complaining about it. I don't want to hear it. It is really discouraging. When, and when you get around a group of people that all think that same way and one person introduces themselves into that conversation, it sticks out like a sore thumb. And that's where accountability comes in with your environment. I made a post not too long ago about, um, you know, you don't, you don't, how did I word it? You don't get fit on the couch. You don't get healthy at McDonald's and you don't work in a playground. If you truly want a change in your environment, in your immediate surroundings, then you're going to have to physically change them. Find an environment that breeds the change that you want to see. And if you can't find it, that means that you need to create it. If you can't find a group to exercise with, with then you need to start one. That's the solution to your problem. There's strength in numbers. Yes, you need to be self-motivated and you need to start off on this by yourself. If there just plain is nobody, then you're going to have to do it alone. If you're not willing to do it, then maybe you don't really want what you thought you wanted that bad. Something that hit me pretty hard was you want what you're doing right now. What you truly want is what you're investing in right now. And so then I thought of all of the, you know, the Netflix um, TV series that I went through. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, man, I really want to build my business. Man, I really want to be financially more stable. I'd really like to improve my house in these ways. I would really like to have more time to invest into others. I would really like to not be late all of these places because, you know, and generally I'm either, I just got to be honest, more times than not, I'm late. Am I proud of that? No. But I'm also have to be honest with myself. I would like to be at the point to where I am early. That to me is important. So then what in my environment do I have to change? What patterns do I have to change in myself to make myself early to places? I realize that when I'm able to achieve that, it comes with a sense of A, satisfaction, reward for the work that it took in order to allow that to happen. But then the importance of the work that I put in to create the environment that I have. And then when something comes in that tries to force that out, it sticks out like a red flag or a sore thumb. And you're like, this isn't going to be good for what I really want. I need to get it out. Or I need to stop it. Or I need to control it. You know, just because you have another element that comes into your mind that might request some of your time, it doesn't mean that you need to let that control you. You have more control over what you believe right now. You truly do. 
if you feel like or you say, I can't do anything about that, you're only lying to yourself. You can do something about it. If you can't change the situation, what you can do is remove yourself from it. Now, I understand that there are some things that happen to our lives that we truly do not have control over. It could be the environment we grew up in our family. It could be a car accident. It could be you fill in the blank. But you do have control over how you respond. That's where the strength comes in. If you don't have things like consistency and environment understood in place before that, you're going to struggle much, much harder when something comes up that challenges your, uh, that's the word I'm looking for, your momentum. If you're already disciplined in these areas, it's a lot easier to handle these things when they come up. Details are extremely important in all of this. Why do I say that? I'm a big details person for one thing, okay? They matter, they do. If I go to the gym and I'm dressed in jeans, how good is that gonna be for my productivity there? Not very much. If I go to the gym in some clothes that I don't even like myself, that's all that's going to stick in my mind. Ah, this shirt fits weird. I don't like the way these shorts look or these pants or these, you know, like I have the ability to change that. The environment doesn't, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Your environment could be something as simple as your wardrobe. Understand that. Your environment could be the color of your car. Your environment could be what's in your fridge. It's that simple. That's why the details matter. Because playing to our subconscious is going to naturally push us in the direction that we want to go. If we don't recognize that we operate so strongly on our subconscious then all we're doing is fighting against that at all times. We're constantly trying to reprogram our mind and go against the grain of ourselves. This, I mean, I, I'm detailed to the point, I mean, sometimes I quite, like, I have to tell myself, look, sometimes it is progress over perfection. Because if you're trying to produce a product or you're trying to execute a job or you're trying to put something online, okay, and you never do that because it's not as perfect to your standards, you're not gonna get anywhere, okay? So there is a limit. I mean, there, there's, there's, there's an element of progress over perfection in things, but you also need, you cannot forget about the details. When I, uh, when I started this business, Integrity Earth and Asphalt, I was detailed to the point to where I chose the color of the shirts for a reason. 
The reason being that a color produces a response in us, okay? There's aggravated colors, there's calming colors, there's energetic colors, there's colors that make you hungry, there are all sorts of things. The people that understand this, they use it to their advantage. I chose blue because blue is a calming color. The last thing that I want is a bunch of aggravated colored people running around somebody's house. That, just, like, that does not sound like a good idea in my mind. There are safety colors because we work in the road. That's one thing. Yellow and red are generally aggravated colors. Not going to choose those. Subconsciously, I want our clients to feel comfortable when they see a blue shirt outside. That's detailed. Subconsciously, I want me to feel comfortable with me by what I'm wearing. That's detailed. If you go outside and you didn't shave for the guys, you didn't shave your face, you look like you didn't care for the last week. Your face is telling you exactly that you're right. You didn't care for the last week. You're going to feel better about yourself when you take care of yourself. You're going to feel better about yourself when you're detailed on the things that matter to you to push you in the area that you want to go. That takes effort. It takes time. It takes planning. It might mean waking up a little bit earlier. If you need to wake up earlier, that might mean that you need to go to bed a little bit earlier the night before. If you need to go to bed earlier, that might meaning leaving somewhere at a time that allows you to go to bed. Which might mean saying, I'm sorry, I have to leave. And that's just a matter of self-control, which is something like I, I told the line of I justify it this way. I just and it, it's a true statement that I like to invest into people. OK, I appreciate other people. But we're going to go back to what I want. There's an exchange for something. I almost always will sacrifice sleep or something like that or time in another direction if I'm investing into a person because in that moment in time, that is the most important thing to me. And I have to understand what is the most important thing to me. I'm okay with sacrificing something on my gym schedule might be pushed off an hour tomorrow because I invested into somebody for an extra hour beforehand. That's worth it to me and I'm okay with that. If I was out getting tore up somewhere and that pushed me off for an hour or two the next morning, I'm not okay with that. So understand where you are and you are not willing to make exceptions and you have to stick to it, holding yourself accountable. And understand this, not everybody is going to know what you're doing and why. That's okay. They don't need to. You need to. Which then ties back into the environment. If your environment are still with a bunch of your friends, hanging out like you used to after high school, how far do you think you're going to go? They're not going to encourage you to go home early and go to bed. It, does, it doesn't happen. That environment doesn't breed what you're trying to accomplish. Putting yourself in an environment to where the standard is we leave at this amount of time because everybody here has other things that they have to accomplish in the morning. 
That's an environment that holds accountability. You cannot tell your drinking buddy, hey, once we hit 10 o'clock, make sure I don't have anything else. How far do you think that's really going to get you? It really, it sounds good, sure. <laughs> it's not going to happen, okay? Environment breeds accountability also. The right environment. This is something that, honestly, like, it's not, it was something that I didn't really think about until me and Joey Halleck recorded the first full-length episode and that was something that he brought up. Like I learned something major in that moment that I then took with me. And so every single time I come up come up against an environment, it's like, what is this producing here? What kind of accountability am I putting myself in? Do I want this? Do I not want this? Is this good? Is this bad? You know, these everything I've talked about from, you know, the consistency in the gym that I had to fight with myself, you know, because I lost a lot of progress and was trying to figure out how I was going to not a, I didn't want myself to be down on myself. Like that's not going to get me where I really want to go. So what am I going to do? Am I going to spend my time realizing of the progress that I lost that now I have to do all over again and then just lay down and say, well, this isn't worth it. If I put in all that work and this is what I got, eh, it's not worth it. No, I want the end game so bad, I have to figure out a solution and around my I can'ts now. That's going to set a pattern inside my head that puts me exactly where I want to go. I made, I made a post on one of my stories. I said, what's harder? Breaking an old habit or forming a new one? One person out of say 20 people, said breaking an old one. If it's easier to start a new habit, why don't you exchange that for an old one? Everything in our life is a transaction. Everything in our life is an exchange. What if you started thinking about I'm not adding something else that I have to try and balance. I'm exchanging it for something else. What are you going to replace? Most likely, it's something that you're okay with giving up. But, eh. Yeah, I could do without this. What would I really lose if I didn't hit the next couple episodes on this on the TV show? Well, that means I would have to put in more work somewhere else. You really need to truly be honest with yourself and ask yourself, what do you really want? If you really want to sit here, that's fine. Okay, that's your choice. I'm not even saying anything's right or wrong. But you have to be honest with yourself. Don't tell yourself you want something else if you're not willing to put in the effort. What you're willing to put in the effort for is what you actually want. So if you want to get ahead financially, if you want to get ahead spiritually, if you want to get ahead physically, what things in your life that subconsciously puts you in the direction of not towards any of those things that you need to exchange for a better habit that will put you in those directions? If it's easier to form new habits, then go for it and get rid of a bad one. 
That's how it becomes easier to also drop a bad habit. So, to be honest with you, I don't really have anything else for this one. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I do. A buddy of mine reached out to me and said, hey, I got a business idea. I'm kind of starting something. You got 30 minutes of time. Sure, I'm here now. If you want to come over, you will be right over. The time investing into him was worth more than going to bed on time for me. Why? Because I'm just passionate about people. And me as a character trait, I'm naturally, I, you know, as far as being an introvert and extrovert... I like being around certain environments that produce energy inside me. That's great. I also like when that time is done and I get to go home and recharge. So think about that. If you're an introvert and you don't like going into, into social engagements, maybe you're in the wrong one. Or if you're an extrovert, and you don't like being home or by yourself or when there's not lots of stimulus going on, maybe you need to find value in that. What are you lacking? You're going to gain something from that. We can't always be stimulated all the time. It's draining on us. And I feel like in certain cases, when people can't stand when they need constant stimulations because they don't know how to be with themselves. They haven't found value in being still. They haven't found value in being quiet. They haven't found value in just resting. There is so much value in that. Anyways, so my buddy came over, we talked, and you know he was curious on, he said, how do you do X? How did you do this? And I said, well, here's how this happens. I will tell you, it is not a one step, do this and you will get that. What we ended up talking about, and I knew it was going to come back to this, is what exactly do you want? Really, what do you want? Why do you want it? And what are you going to do to get it? And so being clear on your direction is absolutely key knowing what you want is going to determine the steps that you have to take and I mean we talked for probably 45 minutes to an hour and it was not tactical it was all mindset some of it was tactical you know just on you know how Google works and what you need to do with social media in order to be recognized and how you need to be consistent and don't worry about the, you know, being 100% perfect right off the bat. You know, the, those are all tactical things, but the majority of the conversation wrapped around how, A, why do you want this to work? Okay. What do you want out of this? Why do you want it? And what are you going to do in order to make that happen? 
which you can also say, what are you willing to do? If you're not willing to do what you need to, then you really don't want it. And so it gets your mind functioning in a way that it wasn't before. Be detailed with those things. Be detailed. If you're shopping for a new car and you don't you can't picture the color of what you want, what are you shopping for? If you just need something to get you from A to B, you know what you're shopping for. I hope my hope is that me talking like this, it's, it's, I will say it's harder for me to do this on my own because, you know, you get, you get things in your head and you're all ramped up and definitely at certain parts of the day and you're like, man, I could really throw down some good stuff right now on the podcast. But the time, like I just, what I'm doing at that time doesn't allow me to go home, sit down and immediately get what's on my heart and on my head and in my head out into a microphone right now. You know, so when it comes when it comes back now, I mean, it's was it eleven o'clock, just a little after eleven on Sunday. Because the consistent, if this podcast is going to do anything, I have to be consistent. A friend of mine, Jason Mackey, called me out one morning. He said it was what eight nine o'clock in the morning, and I thought that there wasn't as much traction. Really, I mean, it's like, well, you know, who's gonna who's gonna notice this early on? blew me away because he said dude no podcasts and i immediately responded with ah that's accountability that is accountability i've created an environment that is looking for the standard the standard is monday morning something comes out the environment holds me accountable the people that listen hold me accountable the friends i have are willing to reach out and say dude like what's up this is not normal that it 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 made me extremely fortunate like i had to it it, it made me extremely um there was just lots of gratitude involved i'm like dude this is great I'm not even going to be upset that like that I dropped the ball on it. What was great is that accountability in the right setting works. And so I don't want to let him down because it's 11 o'clock at night, 1030 at night, and I haven't recorded something and I'm tired and I want to go to bed. If I want this thing to work and I actually want to reach the people that I want to reach, I have to do the work that's required. That's simple. So I don't really care if I was if if my mind's all over the place. I do to a certain extent because I also need to bring value. When you get into these modes of momentum, what you sacrifice in order to make that happen doesn't feel like a sacrifice anymore. It doesn't. Being detailed to the point to where I need to be. So like how detailed I am is I was going to drink coffee. Okay. I like coffee. Nothing wrong with coffee. 
but thinking is further ahead. All right, I need to do this. Steve's coming over. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his business. I still need to record this podcast and I need to go to bed by a decent time because I need to wake up. I need to go to the gym because I need that for my mental health. And I need to keep consistency. Coffee is going to keep me up right now. What's it going to affect when I need to go to bed later? I chose water. Okay. I need to push through whatever is trying to give me excuses or allow me to make excuses. Water is going to give me energy too. If you're dehydrated, you're not very energetic. What I need to do is drink water. Eat some food. Start engaging in something that will get my mind moving instead of sitting around waiting for the next thing to happen. You have to move. Once you start that, it becomes easier to follow through with. Once you go to the gym, if you go to the gym and tell yourself, I'm just going to go, I'm not really going to, if I don't work out, I don't work out. Normally what happens is you think, well, I'm here, I might as well do something. Once you start doing something, you're like, well, I'm already doing something. I might as well run on the treadmill. I might as well do something else. Well, I'm already 10 minutes in. I might as well just finish out a half hour. If you don't start the process, you don't even give yourself the opportunity to follow through. I want to strongly emphasize things do take time don't get down on yourself because you're not exactly where you want to be right now or it's not going to happen tomorrow understand that the road to get to where you want to be comes with work that's why it's worth it start now enjoy the process and know that you're headed in the right direction don't try to don't try to conquer everything right off the bat You'll overwhelm yourself and you'll stop before you even start. So sometimes bringing our goals back to a little bit more tangible, to be a little bit more tangible, let's say you'd like to lose 20 pounds. You're not going to go to the gym to lose 20 pounds. You're going to go to the gym to show up. You're going to go to the gym to keep consistency. You're going to go work. You're going to change your eating habits. You can't allow yourself to get discouraged because that didn't happen overnight. What you need to do is start. So anyways, thank you guys for listening. It truly is shocking how many people reach out when, you know, because I don't know exactly how many people are engaged, but when, when that comes back, Hey, I listened to your podcast or I listened to this episode three times over. You know how encouraging that is? I didn't start this knowing what kind of feedback I was going to get. But when people start to, when it comes and it might be a long time out, you know, sometimes I don't get feedback for weeks, months. When people tell me, ah, you know, it, it, it makes me feel, it makes me feel like I'm falling behind when I see you working out. When I see you in the gym, when I see you making strides, when I see you, whatever it is, and they're watching from the couch, it's encouraging. They're telling me because it's encouraging to them, but it's encouraging to me that what I do actually resonates with somebody. 
that creates another level of accountability, which means that I'll be there tomorrow. So hope you enjoyed this. Truly, if this brings any value, reach out, tell me, share it with somebody else. I don't really track the numbers on this podcast because it's not about the numbers. For me, this is a passion project. I know that there's somebody out there that needs to hear what I have to say because I need to hear it. I needed to hear it. It's not like I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to talk about something I don't, I haven't experienced. Good content doesn't create, doesn't come from that. I don't even know what to talk about. So I can almost guarantee that anything that gets talked about on this either comes from somebody that knows from experience or it's coming from me that knows from experience. Generally, I would like to talk about something that I can equally talk about or at least good conversation. This is nothing you hear on this podcast is just going to be made up solely off of I think. It all comes from experience. It all comes from real life real life experiences, um, um, moments, lessons learned. So whoever's listening to this, my goal is for you to be a part of that also. Take whatever you hear, apply it to your own life. Be encouraged that you're not the only person out there that deals with things, okay? You're not the only one out there that feels like it's hard to make improvements there's a reason for that so reach out share this i'll see you next week peace